Welcome, everybody. Thank you for stopping by. Ooh, do I have a treat for you today? Someone I have so much respect for, someone I've learned so much from, and can turn, uh, I continue to seek guidance from him. This is our two-time Teacher of the Year at Blackford County Schools, my mentor teacher, my friend, a very talented individual in his own right. I'm going to let him tell his own tale. I, I don't like to tell other people's story, Tommy. But I'm here with Mr. Tommy Simpson. He is in the house, and he is at the Schick Show, and uh, we've been sitting here just talking for a while, and I'm like, God, we got to actually record something before this thing's over. Right. But Tommy, welcome to the Schick Show. Thank you, sir. So glad you're here. So please tell the listeners a little bit about you. Well, uh, you're much too kind with that introduction, buddy, but yeah, um, I am Tommy Simpson. Uh, grew up here in Hartford City, Indiana. Uh, spent my whole life here until the age of 18 when I went off to seek higher education so I could come back and return education to the citizens of Blackford. Awesome. So what do you do now? I am the seventh grade math teacher at Blackford Junior Senior High School. Nice. Nice. What do you love about what you do? Um, I love I love explaining math in ways that make sense to students. I love explaining math in ways that allow the students to be able to use it in real life. And most importantly, I love showing them that the things they learn in school will definitely translate to the real world and help them become successful. Man, that's awesome. Uh, Tommy, you've had some great success as a teacher, and uh, Lord knows you've helped me a ton. You run a tight ship along with that. Got to be some pet peeves, my man. Let's talk pet peeves. Oh my gosh, dude! I feel like when you when you messaged me and asked me to be a part of this show, I was like, did Schick just typecast me or what? <laughs> like, he's like, out of all my friends, <laughs> who's turning in the red foreman from that '70s show? Oh, uh, that's got to be Tommy. It's like, hmm. Tommy says, "What do you want to talk about?" Well, let me think about it. <laughs> Pet peeves. <laughs> Pet peeves. <laughs> we all have them. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. So I'm just going to tell you all. Pet peeves. What are they? Why do they get to us? Well, a pet peeve, and this is, you know, I did the whole Google thing. I got on the Google, and a pet peeve is an annoyance, one that is nurtured like a pet. Oh, yeah. It's the petting. Uh, it's something we can never resist complaining about. All kinds of pet peeves. Uh, I'm going to throw one out there that's mine. Okay. All right. Close talkers. Let's talk about close talkers. Uh, all up in your personal space. Yeah, like yeah. they don't realize that we have a halo. Yeah, you, you can know. smell their breath. That's the problem. Yes. So I don't like breath. Ooh, I don't either. I don't like germs. Your germs are coming out of that breath. Your right? br yeah. Listen, I have a whole thing of Lysol wipes in here if you need them. Okay. Uh, breath in my face happens because of close talkers. But sure. I love my wife dearly. Mm-hmm. I can't handle even my wife's breath in my face. And she doesn't have bad breath. Like, brush her teeth before she goes to bed, comes in bed, sure. lays next to me. And I'm like, oh, please stop breathing my face. And, you know, here we are 27 years later, roughly. And, yeah, and that's uh, like minty breath, too. Right. I mean, I even minty breath. Can't do it. 
Yeah. Can't do it. It's well, because but... you know what's inside that breath. You know that those particles. <laughs> you know, I think of like when you hit a mushroom with a mower, you know, the dried mushroom. You sure. see it. Yep. And it just, the spores go everywhere. And you like even walk through it with your mower. For me, it's riding on my mower. And I'm like, yeah. Get out. But yep. I can't handle close talk. And I don't even know if it's so much breath related it is i mean that's the first thing because i don't want to breathe their breath uh-huh. that's the big thing for me i don't want to breathe my own breath right right i mean no more than i want to breathe my own fart right. i don't want to bring so i don't want that no no so, dutch ovens no so close talkers first thing is oh god i'm gonna smell their breath mm-hmm. two um not that all have bo but we all have a scent, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody's wearing an over the top sort of, you know, cologne or perfume or something, then that gets to me. Yeah. It's just, come on, man. And then at, at the very end of that, because I could probably tolerate if, if I didn't have, you know, we have spidey senses. Sure we do. I, I know it's th- like, they're there. They're when tingling. Somebody comes up behind you, mm-hmm. you know, they're there. And so when somebody's close talking, I'm like, just can we it, maybe i need an escape route maybe that's what it is i i don't really know well i mean i i guess you could say i guess you could just gradually take a couple steps back and i'm sure you've probably done that and, and they then move. they just move forward oh god they fall what <laughs> stop just, yeah hey I, i'm trying to be polite about it and it's you know kind of gradual like yeah and y'all can't see me but i'm kind of yep Okay. Oh, no kidding. You know, and you're making your move, but they won't let go. Yeah. Because they're not only close talkers. Yeah. If they're a close talker, they don't understand space. They don't understand right. your time. They don't understand, you know, that, hey, they can't read those social cues, which would be, don't stand so close to me. Right. So don't I know, you know what's going to happen. Don't stand so close. <laughs> don't stand just like, so close to me. It's just like Sting right now. I wonder if you slowed that song down, if it would be more creepy. Well, I think most things are creepy if you slow them down, especially a close talker in front of your face. <laughs> it's going to take even longer for the conversation to get over. Oh, I mean, look, look, during the pandemic, oh. they stand so close to you, you can still smell their breath through their mask. Hey, speaking of that, this is a little off, but how many people did you want to put their mask back on after <laughs> after we took mask off? There were a few people where I was like, oh, that's surprising. Um, you may need to put your mask back on. Right. And I'm not being a jerk. I just didn't know who they were. Well, yeah, right. I mean, they looked that different without the mask. And I'm sure I did too. Sure. You know, I took mask off. I'm like, dang, look at that guy. Right. You know, we're behind the mask. It was like, okay, he looks like he could be a great looking guy. And then when I took the mask off, they're like, holy moly, he is beautiful. And a lot of people hated on me for that. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. I don't hate you. I love you because you're beautiful inside now. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about, think about though, the pandemic for a second and the mask wearing, right? And and what you just said, you know, you wish some people would put the mask back on, right? Listen, I think people who work in the food industry should still be required to wear them. Yes. You know, because my, my, my germaphobe, I don't like people breathing on me. I don't want them carrying my food out, breathing on my food. Here, here's your food. 
who got the, the fajitas. <laughs> They're sizzling. <laughs> you know? It's like, I, I miss that. If there was one thing we could be like, you know, I mean, and, and I guess you could always think, were the masks really helpful? <laughs> I know, think they were. I think they were to a certain extent. I, I mean, I don't think they were going to kill COVID, obviously, but I think to it's going to squash my germaphobe, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... Uh, I think they were helpful. I mean, there's a reason that a yeah. surgeon puts a mask on when he goes in to do right. surgery. You know, he's not trying to like, hey, let me get in, like spitting around. Like, you know, well, Mr. Richardson would. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Mr. Richardson, if you're listening today. But like, you had to sit a fruit <laughs> or Miss Rose Caperton. Back. Oh, my God. Did you have Mrs. Caperton? No, I did not. But she told me one time. Uh-huh. She always put up, guys, you can't see, but there's, I'm holding three fingers up as I say one time. Cause yeah. She would always say, one time. And I only knew that because of my friends that were in her class. But <laughs> So I think I'm with you, man. I think um, just like two weeks ago, the nurses at IU Health, where uh -huh. Kenneth works, they just took their, they took their mask off finally. Like you didn't have to have them on in all the public areas. Sure. For the first time, just a couple weeks ago. Wow. We were three years removed. Yeah. Three and a half years removed, you know, from the beginning. Sure. So, uh, yeah. What about you? You got any pet peeves? Well, you know, I've got a very, very long list of them. I didn't rank them in any kind of order or anything. But I, here's one that really annoys me. And that is when people have phone calls in the car while I'm driving. Right? So they're answering their personal phone, which I get it. Someone's called you. Yeah, answer it. But you get a couple minutes into the conversation, you explain, hey, I can't really talk right now. I'm in the vehicle with other people, with other people, right? Because listen, when I'm driving down the road, I want to turn on my stereo. I want to listen to music. I want to get into a zone, right? And so what do I get stuck doing? I get stuck listening to one half of a conversation, Right, which isn't bad if they answer and they talk for 30 seconds, 90 seconds, a couple minutes, you know, what yeah. have you. Yeah. But when they talk for five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, we're almost to our destination and they're still talking. Just know that I have sat there for 22 minutes annoyed out of my brain, right? So is it as much that they're having the conversation and it's taken away from the one-on-one -on -one time or is it? Just about hey, and this is this is our drive time here, and I'd like to be able to focus on a little bit of me time, a little bit of road time. Sure. Is it, is it the? I, I think it's a combination of of both of those. You know, I mean, like if you are looking forward to driving and going on a road trip with this person, then you would like to engage in conversation with them. I like right? it. If you're looking forward to you know blasting the radio and just cruising down the road, you know, I mean, but. Think about if there's more than just two people in the car. Now the whole car is, it is at your mercy. Now the whole car is sitting there quietly listening to you talk. You know, <laughs> I don't know. No, I like it, man. It, it's so this kind of leads me to something. You, when you said that, I hadn't thought about uh, phone calls and stuff like that. But one of the things that drives me nuts uh, and, and has in the past, I don't see it as much as we used to. But remember the old Bluetooth? You had your Bluetooth. Like, I had one when I drove, and I was on in the car all day yeah. you know, going out and collecting. Um, but the people who you're having a conversation with, and they get a phone call, 
and while they are talking to you, they give you the one finger up, mm-hmm. like hold on. Yep. Give me a second. Touch their ear. Hello. Yeah. No, I'm right here. And they continue to look at you. Like they're having that conversation with you. So I'm staring at Tommy right now. Uh-huh. And hello. But you're, but you're not yep. talking to me. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we'll be there. Okay. Yeah, I'll talk to him about it. Yeah. No, we'll and that's going on and on and you're like number one, uh-huh. it's really weird that you're looking yeah, at why me. are you still looking at me? I'm not that guy. Like you don't need to engage with me in that way. No. You know? So that that kind of led me to there. That's where I went when you were talking about people talking on their phone in the car with you. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it become it, it, it got really weird with people with Bluetooth. I, I try and read the room a little bit, right? Yeah, and sure. I think about, so as, as I'm looking at my phone, you know, you pick up your phone, your watch buzzes, whatever, and you glance at it, and you're like, oh, it's Jimmy. Hey, I'm, you know, talking to Tommy right now. Click. Yep. Boy, it's become offensive. Well, you, you you ghosted me, or you put me on. You left me on red. Yeah, whatever that means. I'm sure. Sh- yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like people get upset, but you think about when we were kids, when we finally got caller ID, uh-huh. and you were like, "Oh, it's Aunt Charlene. Uh-huh. We're not home, <laughs> right?" But then you heard the car door slam outside. Yeah, you yeah. go look out the front picture window and. Aunt Charlene's here. Yeah. How'd she magically get here? She didn't have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. I felt a little bit like Jerry Seinfeld there for a second. <laughs> How did she get here? <laughs> she didn't have a cell phone. Well, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we had, I had an Aunt Charlene that would literally would show up to the house unannounced. And right. that was common, right? I mean, sure. you had you had snacks ready for people that showed up at the house just on a whim. Aunt Charlene would show up. She would just Oh, and she'd come right in. Oh, yeah. You guys home? Because no one locked their door back then. Absolutely not. Right. 100%. I don't know that we had a lock for our door. We had a knife. We had like a kitchen knife. We would stick between the door and the and the wood. We had like... Uh-huh. Kind of wedge it in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That way it wouldn't come open. Sure. You know? But so Aunt Charlene, just come on in. Well, if you weren't home, guess what she'd do? She'd come on she'd in. She'd come on in. And she'd go through the cabinets and she'd get herself a snack. Oh. And she'd wait on you. And when you finally did come home, after driving around the block six times, yeah, she, oh, where have you guys been? <laughs> I just got here a minute ago. Yeah. I've been waiting on you. I got myself a snack. Yeah, drink two cokes. Yeah. So as I got, as my brother got older, my mom, we would be driving home, and we'd see Aunt Charlene's car. My mom would park up the street just a little bit. And here's the thing, my Aunt Charlene's passed, so she's never going to hear this. Right. Um, and so, but we would drive up the street a little bit, and Joe was old enough to drive. Mm-hmm. So my mom would get out and walk to the house and save us. You talk about a giver. Wow. What very, a giver. I mean, very that's, sweet. That's who I've learned from, you know, that type of giving that I didn't, um, but you know, what a shame. I didn't get to spend time with my Aunt Charlene. She's a great lady. World War II vet. Wow. Yep. She was on a, uh, she was a nurse on a ship. Uh, on a like a hospital ship, right? But she was she was interesting, that's for sure. Different times, very different times, very different. You know, um, yeah. Where people did just show up. Now, if you show up someone's house, have you ever seen? There's a comedian I can't think of his name, and he like imitates when people show up now, and he like hits the deck. He's like, "Whoa, somebody knocked on the door! <laughs> Don't say a word! Shh! 
Oh, I think I have he's, seen that. Yeah. He's like crawling around their army crawling. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, God, they've seen us. <laughs> exactly. You know, uh-huh. but it's different now. You know, if you don't call before you come over, it's like, just showed well, up. Well, there's another pet peeve. Wow. You just nailed another one. Man. Unannounced guess. Right? What do you think? Is that a pet peeve? It is a it pet is a... peeve because now, you know what I mean? You can't just be driving through my neighborhood and be like, oh my gosh, we're in Tommy's neighborhood. We should stop by and see him, right? <laughs> no, wait a minute, because I do ride my bike. And when I ride my bike, sometimes I'll ride through your neighborhood. Yeah, but you usually send me a text, right? Well, I do do that. Yeah. Right, and so that's yeah. kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. Then you're not unannounced. True. Uh, that's true. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so there's no reason to be unannounced now. I get it. Yeah. Unless you're purposely trying to surprise somebody. And what do you think of that? Because, I mean... Well, I mean, they're not going to surprise me because I got a Ring doorbell camera. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So it's like Ring. You can see it. Yeah. And it's kind of like you can army crawl. Yeah. And, I'm still know, crawling out of there. Shh. Mm-hmm. Don't say it. And listen, they're not going to be able to hear me inside because my dog's going to be in the window <laughs> sounding like she's a 300-pound killer. Uh, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Definitely hide. I mean, listen. I... <laughs> If someone knocks on my house and I do not know if someone's coming over, I will not go to the door. No? No. I still do. I mean, I will walk, you know, I will walk around my house. You know, I can get through my house and around the back. It kind of does a little circle, you know, so I'll go, I'll go around and then I'll position myself in a window in the front of the house and peer out to see who it is. Oh, hold on. I'm glad you said that because for a second, I thought you went around the house and then appeared (laughs) behind (laughs) Michael Myers. That's all I could see was, he's like, no, 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 no. I was the floor plan. Inside the house. <laughs> so when I see somebody show up at my house, I go out the back door, come around, I come up the walk, and I'm like, what do you need? <laughs> right? Uh, I need to use the bathroom. That's what I need. So I got a, I, I found something, Tommy, and this was a Penn State student on a blog in 2016. Okay. She said that humans create these pet peeves from experience or exposure to negative things or dislikes. Everything we've talked about here has been some sort of negative or dislike, right? Right, right. Once an experience harms or creates a bad connotation, most individuals store it in their mind as a grievance or a pet peeve. Sure, sure. It depends on what kind and how much exposure one has had, and that determines how many things can create this deterring mindset. Well, and for me, you know, I think it... Both definition or the definition you Googled and then this lady from Penn State here, I think, did not mention what I consider in my head. And a lot of my pet peeves, in my opinion, I think the reason why they bother me so much is because it feels like it's common sense. Right. Let's go back to my first one. I am in a car. I am a passenger, a guest in someone's car. There's three other people in here. Oh my gosh, they've all been listening to me talk for 15 minutes really, really loud. Do you think people still think of themselves as guests? You know what I mean? Like, right. Well, real. it's like, I, when, I, when I'm when i in your car, and I don't think of, have I been in your car? Yeah, you've been in my yeah, car. Yeah, we went out, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we went out to, yeah. Yeah, I went and picked you up when you, uh, my tire? Yeah, which time? Which right, time that right, I've had right. a trouble with a truck in Muncie and Tommy has saved me? But yeah, at least twice. Minimum. Yeah, at least twice. 
like the one day I showed up in my old truck and and remember the radiator like overheated. <laughs> it looked like well, I was that not that hey that time I didn't even get to help you That's because true. you you took right off and then never returned. So I spent the next hour and a half trying to figure out where you went. I sold that truck not not long after. Yeah, and then I uh, I I don't know if you helped me when I ran out of gas in my my diesel truck. No, 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 no. Uh, no. But when I got locked out because I washed. My key. Yep. So don't wash your electronic keys, people. That right. will that will shut it down real quick. Yeah, we ran yeah, we ran several places that day. We did. And then I think one time I had to run you all the way to Eaton to pick up your vehicle. Yep. Yep. Yeah, was that uh that was actually the, the truck that ran out of fuel. Oh, it was? I think so. So I guess I did help you with that. Yeah. Okay yeah, then. That was that guy. What else? What else, pet peeve? So um, right, it, it's definitely something that that hits us negatively. Right, right. Yeah. It, and like I said, it, it just feels like common sense. Uh, so we'll, we'll roll with this one, right? So you need to hit the ATM, right? And you're like, ah, I got to get some money. I'll grab, I'll go to the ATM, grab some money real quick. Then you get there and there's a line and you're like, oh man, this is supposed to be quick and convenient. You know, now I've got a line. Why is this line taking so long? And then this leads me to my next pet peeve. People sit in front of that ATM machine after they've already done their transaction. And next thing you know, they're they're scrolling through their phone, looking at texts. They're filing their receipts in their wallet, right? They notice that the glove compartment's dirty, so then they're reaching over. They're, they're grabbing stuff out of their glove compartment. I love that you know what they're doing in their car. Oh, I watch him like a hawk. I'm like, what are you doing? Because, listen, I, I go to the ATM, right, and I get my money out, and I immediately pull away. Right. I, I've got my receipt. I've got all my cash in my hand. I've got my Can't wallet. Get away fast enough. No, I pull yeah. away and then put my things away. I'm with you. Right. Because it's about the person behind me. Right. So speaking of that person behind you, mm-hmm. uh, man, it's it's interesting that we can kind of pick up on each other's pet peeves here mm-hmm. because that person behind me can they be right behind me or do they have to keep a distance um i feel like they need to keep a distance I'm i a keep distance about guy. two i keep about two car links yeah you know and if there's nobody behind me i'll keep three yeah you I'm, know what I'm i mean minimum one guy yeah you know if there's another car that pulls up i'll be all right you uh, need yeah to hang out well me. yeah in that case yeah, yeah you're gonna you're gonna pull up if it gets dumb and you know i see people hanging out on you know but I, I can't like, and then when the people do pull up right behind me, it's like, dude, yeah, I'm out. It's it's like bathroom time. It's, it's a private. This is a private conversation between me and the ATM. Exactly. You ATM. know, ATM. ATM. <sighs> remember that commercial? ATM. I don't you don't remember that a long time ago? It's like what in the world? The, the little kids running and they're like, he's like, ATM, ATM, and then you're like, he finally gets to a cash machine and you're like, oh, ATM. I, I, we're gonna have to Google that. Oh, somebody out there is probably probably knows what I'm referencing. Yeah, that one that one escapes me. Yeah, there are parts of my life that that are in the past. That, sure, you know, in the rear view. Yeah, which when you're looking at the car behind you and you and, and they're in your rear view and they're right up on you. Look, it's in your personal space again. Right. Oh, well, I'm looking. I'm looking in my mirror to see. Are they watching? Are they watching my hand? Because mm-hmm. it's not like at the ATM you can. You know, kind of cover what you're doing. Right. You're reaching out your car window, and they don't make these ATMs like they should. They should stick out about six inches from the surface. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. you get your rim all jacked up. You got black on. You know, you're hitting your tire. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's not that difficult. It's called ergonomics, people. 
bring that ATM. Just give me four or six inches of space. Bring it to me. Amen, brother, because listen, I've got bad shoulders. I can't hang my arm out there and reach across. I'm the guy who pulls up about two feet away from it. You decide. I get out. I'm a get out guy. I don't blame you. I get out and do my business, you know, and then I can turn around and look at everybody, you know, like, hey, don't worry. I'm going to get my receipt, hop in, and pull forward. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because that's me. I'm thinking about you. You know, and, 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 you know, I mean, I think we'd be, and maybe, well, it goes back to what you said earlier. You know, do people consider themselves guests? You know, well, listen. You're a guest there. You're a guest at the ATM. It's an automatic teller machine. Right. It's a teller. And when I go inside, I don't hang out and talk to the teller about, well, you know, last night I put some laundry in and um, we had Tide Pods. Have you ever used Tide Pods? You know, I don't have that conversation with the I, teller. I usually swallow them. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Too much TikTok, man. Oh. So you know what I mean? Like, I'm with you. It's, it is another guest thing. It's kind of a guess. I guess more, I guess you, you'd be a client or, you know yeah. what I mean? But it's still a guest situation. It's a guest situation. You know, it's, it's not your bank. I mean, right. you put money there, but you don't own it. It's not yours. It's a courtesy. It's right. It's an ATM out there, so you can 24 7 or, you know, or him. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to label the ATM as a him or a her. I don't do that. No, it's no. Not my decision. Is it an it? Uh, you can't even do that. It may be, but it may not be. Mm-hmm. But then by saying it, I think I am saying it's an it. it right. ATM is an it. It's an object. It's an object. But what if it considers itself objective or human? What if they give? What if they give these? What if they give these ATMs artificial intelligence? We're offending a lot of people right now by by joking around about this. Well, it's it's definitely. A serious topic that requires lots of joking. That <laughs> <laughs> peeve of mine to, to I, joke about joking subjects. Joke about <laughs> jokes. Um, but no, but what if they do? I mean, that's going to change everything. What if they give ATMs AI? You know, it's coming. Right. And then it's it isn't coming. in it. You might walk up and it might be Rebecca. Okay. Right. How weird. How. Uh, that would be really bizarre. Right. Walk up and it knows you through like retina. Yep. Like facial rec- yeah, facial recognition. Oh. And they're like, hi, Scott. It's Rebecca. The last time you were here, you withdrew $200. Would you like to withdraw $200 again? That's happening. You know it's happening. Right. I've never touched base on that. Like, I'm, that's never crossed my mind. It's coming. Right. Artificial intelligence is very scary to me. Yeah. Why? Well, I've always, I've always felt like, you know, you know, that, well, I don't want to get, I don't want to get religious or anything like that. Sure. But, but, you know, I I really feel that man is going to destroy earth if we continue at this pace, right? But is it going to be, you know, I don't think it's going to be at the hands of the man per se, but it's still going to be at the hands of the man because we're- Our creation. Our creations. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting you say that, because right before we, we started recording, we were talking about how man went through and destroyed, like, the, the indigenous people of the Americas. Yes. You know, with, with disease, you know, smallpox or whatever it may be. Um, War, famine. Right. You know, just conquer, conquer, conquer. Uh, although that's not a creation of man, but it is an effect 
of man coming through, you know, an untouched mm-hmm. scenario there. That's really interesting. I'm not that bothered by AI. You're not? No, Jennifer is. Have, you, have you seen the movie iRobot? I have seen the movie iRobot. Have you seen the movie Artificial Intelligence with the little boy? Um, I think so. Is that the one where he's like the little cute kid? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's not the I see dead people kid. No, no, no. It was a different kid, right? Is it the same actor? That's what I'm it wondering. It could be the same I think actor. It's the same kid. Right. She sees AI. I, I, I've got to look that up now. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure if it's the same actor or not. Uh, I just don't know. AI doesn't. Um, well, it doesn't scare me in that way. I'm going to look up the cast of AI. Haley Joe Osment. That is the kid. Was in. AI the movie. And what was the other movie you were just talking about? Uh, well, we're terrible. Bruce Willis, uh, I See Dead People. iRobot? No. Well, no. iRobot's got Will Smith in it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but you were thinking the little boy from I See Dead People with Bruce Willis. Yes, what in the world uh, is that name? Is the name of that movie? Uh, Sixth Sense? Yeah, The Sixth Sense. All right, I got to look that up. Sixth I'm pretty sure it's the same actor. The name sounds super familiar. It is. Yeah. So, like, when you said that, all mm-hmm. I could see was, like, there's that scene where he's like, I see dead people. And, like, turns around and looks at you. Mm-hmm. If you see Haley Joel Osment now, he's still kind of creepy looking. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Only he's got a beard. Oh. Same eyes. Really beautiful eyes. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it scares me a little Ooh. bit. Well, how about this? What about the little boy from the movie Pet Cemetery? I wonder what he looks like now. I gotta look that up. You remember how creepy he looked like after his grandfather or whoever it was buried him in the Indian cemetery, and then he came back to life. Yeah, imagine what he would look like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find out. Oh, I think it's this guy here. Oh, is that him? I think it's him. Is it him? Yeah, Yeah. he he doesn't look too creepy anymore. No, he's he looks alive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is him. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like just a regular dude you'd see out on the street we'd hang out with. Yeah. See at the bar, and you're like, hey, dude, what are you drinking? You know? Mm -hmm. That's a nut. Tommy, you got to come back. We got to talk beer. I've opened my my window. I love beer. I know. But here's a pet peeve of mine. Well, maybe a pet peeve of my wife's. Uh, Can I throw that in? Sure. Is is that fair game? Uh She don't mind. She's given me some things I can't talk about, but for has, this episode or, or well, any episode, any episode. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, I've got a uh, in this book. I have like numerous ideas I want to talk about, and some of them she has shut me down on, and I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I, I got plenty of stuff to talk about. I love to talk, right? Right. But so one of her pet peeves is me not trying something new. Ooh. So when when we go out. She knows I'm not a huge beer fan, mm-hmm. um, but I've, I've caught on to her game. It's the same thing we did with Jocelyn when she was little. Oh, try it. As long as you try it, we'll leave you alone about it. Oh. you got to try something new, though. Okay. Uh, Jocelyn would not try anything new. It was chicken fries, chicken nuggets, mm-hmm. you know, anything. Macaroni and cheese, maybe. Sometimes, but for a while, she wouldn't touch that. I mean, really? they were just really interesting. But so Jennifer's... I don't know if it's a pet peeve or a pet hobby. Annoying us with, maybe it's my pet peeve. Try this. That is your pet peeve. Maybe. It drives me nuts. Your wife forcing you to try things that you don't want to try. 
that is true because there are times when she does that where you know you have like fight flight or freeze that happens mm-hmm. in certain situations and you can't run from your wife you, you know you got you're not going to run from a friend you're not going to fight with them in public sure so it's kind of a freeze moment for me mm-hmm. where she'd be like mm. and she'll try some it's usually a beer mm-hmm. try it. ooh try this and I'm, like, no, I'm good you know no try it no, I'm good try it I'm good try it and I just like turn my head like yeah, it's I'm not going to end unless you try it. I'm about to take that bar stool and chuck it. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm a violent person. No. I'm a lover, not a fighter. But you can only be asked to try something so many times. Yeah. Maybe maybe I just need her to be more creative in the way she said because Oh, like maybe she could take a drink and say, come here, give me a kiss, and then like squirt it in your mouth? That would... No, not that. You know that. the whole breath thing? <laughs> <laughs> that falls in the breath. I would think so. But... There's another pet peeve of mine. We'll talk about that here in a minute. So eventually, I do try it. Okay. Right? I just, I'm like, okay, it's not worth me being frustrated and ruining my meal. It's not worth that to me. Right. You know, it's, it's not. Is uh, this just her, just you taking a sip of hers? Yeah. Okay. She just wants me to taste it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because she wants to see me like go, you know, right. or make some weird face, or, you know, maybe she's hopeful that I do like it and we can share a drink together. I think she just wants to share an experience with you. I, I Probably. Thanks for being the voice of reason and siding with her. I appreciate that. I need more of that in my life. Um, so, <laughs> but what I found out is I like stouts. Oh, yes. Do you, so do you like coffee then? I like it. I love coffee. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love coffee. Well, listen, I didn't even like stouts until I started liking coffee. And I didn't even start drinking coffee until I was 40 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I remember you didn't drink coffee when I worked with you. Yeah. At yeah. Northside. Yeah. yeah. So it's been just a few years. Yeah. Because I've been drinking coffee now for about six years, almost okay. seven years. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it really opened up my palate to stouts and porters. Yeah. I, I like... Um, so I've I've had a coffee stout over at Bad Dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like their coffee stout. Have you been to Bad Dad? I have been to Bad Dad. Um, and then there was a stout I had up at. Uh, it, it's up in Fort Wayne. Yeah. Um, two Toms. Nope, not Two Toms. Keep going, man. Oh man, it's kind of over by campus. Over by campus. It's over by the uh, the uh, Indiana Tech campus. So it's not Matt Anthony. Nope. No. Nope. Hmm. We'll have to go there sometime. What they serve there, though, is uh, hot dogs, like gourmet hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And I love a hot dog. Yeah. And many times over, I've said, if I was a hot dog, I'd eat myself. Oh, there you I go. Would definitely. Well, wait a minute. Just a, uh, an original hot dog, or do you like all beef franks? So these are Nathan's. They serve Nathan's specifically. Mm-hmm. and But I'm not that picky. I'm yeah. not uh, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a snob in that way. Right. Like, I love vodka, mm-hmm. but I'm okay with dark eyes. Yeah. It does not have to be top shelf for me. No. Um, I I have a bottle of top shelf vodka here at the house. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I'll ever drink it. Is it because it's on the top shelf and you can't reach it? Because I paid so much damn for it. Exactly. I'm not drinking it. Like, I'm not going to put it in a mix either. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not something you want to mix with. No. You're drinking that either in a shot or on the rocks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and it's just a little guy, so it's not going to last very long with me. Yeah. So, what's your pet peeve? Oh, uh, I don't like to eat or drink after people. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah. And 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 it seems like there's just so many people that are comfortable with it. 
And the people that are comfortable with it don't even ask. They're like, oh, what is that? And then I tell them what it is. And they're like, oh, can I try it? And then they try it. And then I'm sitting there going, oh, well, you might as well take it. That's yours. You can have it. Your fork just touched my food. Yeah, because I'm not going to drink after you. I'm not going to eat after you. You know, and I just, well, I guess it's a pet peeve because it's like, what makes these people think it's okay to just get all up in your food? Right. You know, or right. in your drink. Did, did you learn anything from the pandemic person that just stuck your pork in my food? Right. I mean, there's little microbial things on your stuff. Sure. Stop. Yeah. I mean, even more so if it like it touches your mouth, you know what I mean. I'll be honest; doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I and full disclosure. Um, so I could eat a half of a hamburger, and I'd, I'd be like, that. you know, I'm done with this. Are you hungry? I'll finish it. You'll eat it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start on the side you haven't mm-hmm. had your mouth on. Yeah. But what'll happen is I'll enjoy it to the point to where I'll be like, ah, oh, the hell with it. You just eat. You know it. what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And how dangerous that is, you know, it's it's not like I'm, you know, walking up to some random Joe. Right. And I'm like, if I've had enough to drink, I'd probably eat your hamburger. Sure. You know, and I was notorious for eating kids' foods in dugouts when I was coaching softball. So if a kid brought food into the dugout, mm-hmm. it will disappear because I'll eat it. Because I had a rule. Is it a nervous habit, you think? No. No? I had a rule. You don't bring food in the dugout. Oh. It was a rule. Because but, you would eat it? No, because we're there to play softball. Oh, yeah. Have your snack afterwards. Right now, I don't need you barfing on the way from second to third, you know, yeah. or whatever, because you had a nacho chip get lodged in your yeah. throat. Well, I don't remember eating in the middle of games when no, I was growing up. We had to get done and go get the suicide from the from the concession stand. Absolutely. Or the popcorn, you know, with a foul ball. My gosh. God knows it didn't have any money. How big of a pet peeve is this? Like the entitlement. Of today's society, right? <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah. Do you let kids bring food in your in your classroom? No. See, I'm mixed. I'm mixed on mm-hmm. that. Um, I'm mixed in a couple ways. Partly because I know I have snacks in there, right? And it's possible, and it's happened where I just get wrapped up in the day. You're busy. You don't get a break. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't get time to go pee most of the time. Sure. So, you know, that class just happens. The bell rings, boom, kids are talking to you. Next class starts rolling in. Hey, guys, don't forget, you know, and you're getting the ball rolling. The bell rings. All right, people, let's get going. And, and next thing you know, you're wrapped right back up into it. And for the next 50 minutes, you're on. Mm-hmm. Into that 50 minutes. Kids are shuffling out. You're collecting whatever from them. Mm-hmm. Hey, make sure, don't you take my pencil. Hey, don't forget your shoe, Jimmy. I got your pencil over here. Mm-hmm. Right, you know what I mean? It's like all that stuff going on. I would, and, and then I would get hangry. So, okay, so wait a minute. So, Were you asking me if I eat food in the classroom or if I allow students to eat food? I was in the asking classroom? if you allow. And here's, here's why I asked because as a teacher, you know, as an administrator, I'm mixed too because they were, you know, mm-hmm. I want to support my teachers. And right. I know there are some teachers, they're okay with it. I was a teacher that was kind of in the middle with it. I, it didn't bother me as long as it wasn't rude. You know, it's different if you got Jimmy over here. Right. That ain't happening. That's not happening. And that I'll shut that down. Sure. Because we're going to respect each other. And the fact that I let you have that water is, show, is me showing you respect. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you... I'm o- it's over. 
you just interrupted what I'm doing. Right. So if you can't do that, you're not mature enough to have that water in my room. So you're not mature enough to have that respect I showed you. Right. But there were times, and this happened, where I am getting Scott's starting to arrive. And when Scott starts to arrive, people don't want that. They want Mr. Schick. Right. They want right. Mr. Schick in the classroom. And, and Scott would start to show up, and I would literally tell the kids, hey, are you okay I haven't eaten today, and it's like one o'clock. Right. You know, uh, either there was something that I always ate cafeteria food, never had a problem with it. Right. Uh, yeah. Me but too. there were days when, you know, I'd be in the cafeteria and it just, you're, you're busy. Yeah. Right. I've always done cafeteria supervision, except for the one year I worked at Northside with you. Mm -hmm. Only time I never did cafeteria supervision. Nine years, one of them I didn't do it. So I've always had cafeteria supervision. Typically, I would eat with the kids. Mm -hmm. But there were days when you just, it didn't happen because there was something that occurred whatever right by the time i get back to the classroom fifth period hits and you're on again and all of a sudden you realize oh man i i'm a little snippy right sure so i would ask the kids are you okay if i get something to eat yeah okay no problem they were very forgiving oh yeah you know? and i would give them a warning hey just so you know i haven't eaten today and uh you all know what happens when i don't eat right scott may show up and mm -hmm. nobody wants that and they're like no we don't want that Right. And sure. so they were very forgiving. So I was that way too. So if, if Jimmy came in mm -hmm. and I know Jimmy's situation, he hasn't eaten, he doesn't eat breakfast because number one, either they don't have the money for it or he's too busy trying to get out of the car because mom's yelling or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm very forgiving in that way. Well, I am too. I guess we should preface it with, okay, first period, you know, they had, they, they, you know, they didn't have a chance to sit down and eat breakfast in the cafeteria, yeah. but they were allowed to grab something and go. All they have to do is ask permission. Yeah. Absolutely. I would let them eat in the classroom. You know, at, you know, fifth period, they don't finish their lunch or they come in. Maybe they miss the morning. Right. Yep. And their parents didn't even think about taking them to get something to eat. Just brought them to school. Yep. Right. And so I'm like, yeah, go to the cafeteria, get you some food, come back, let's eat it. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm thinking more along the lines of, you know, the other periods of the day, you know, second, third, fourth period. There's, there's Just really break out a Reese cup yeah. in the middle of your class, you know, and I guess that's no big deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, the, the only, the only thing that bothers me about that is, you know, somebody sitting three seats over that's stomach is grumbling, sure. you know what I mean? And they're, they're staring at that thinking, wow, I wish I had me a Reese's cup, you know? But I get that. But you know, I'm, I've seen that happen. I, I just think um, I, I would be forgiven, absolutely, and I always have been, and I always will be. Yeah. But you know, I think there's certain class periods during the day where it's like, okay, you don't need to be eating a slice of pizza right now. It's third period. Right? Where did you get a pizza, dude? Yeah. Where did you get a Papa John's piece of pizza in well, Hartford City? Well, you know, uh, 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 my last teacher, uh, he bought us, he bought us pizza. We we won. My class won. How'd you get that in your pocket, uh -huh. dude? Yeah, I, you know, and look, I buy kids rewards. Sure, absolutely. I feed them all the time. Yep. I, I give them candy all the time. Yep. You know, I mean, when I was growing up, we worked for a sticker. You know, absolutely. for a sticker that you put on top of your paper that you actually couldn't get off and put in your sticker collection yeah. book or on your trapper. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was already stuck. You know, yeah. if you think about it. It would have been so much nicer if our teachers would be like, oh, you earned this sticker. Where would you like to put it? Instead of just right on top of our paper. Yeah, just sticking it you on. Know what I, mean? I had a sticker book growing up. Yeah. I think most of us did yep. back then, had a sticker book. And I had a hell of a sticker collection with Phil Tungate. 
It was at his house. So, uh-huh. man, every time I got a bulldog sticker, made sure we took it down to his house, put it on the mirror on his dresser. Sure. How dumb. What's interesting is years later, mm-hmm. I ran into him. This is like, I, I think we may have been out of school. He's like, hey, man, you want to see something cool? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So go into his, in his house, pop in that bedroom. There's that stinking sticker collection. I'm like, what? It brought back so many oh, absolutely. You know? Oh, my gosh. I could only imagine. Anyway, hey, but... speaking of sticker collections, you know, I've got a really good beer sticker collection. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, I brought you a couple. Yeah. 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 You, yeah, you did. I got you the new Madison. and Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think uh, I brought you three Floyds maybe one time. Three or... Floyds, maybe even a Sun King. Sun King. I think I it was, it was Sun, Sun King. King I got yeah, from yeah, the yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Listen, we, believe it or not, we've stayed on topic for the most part here. I, I think that's pretty incredible. Got yeah. off on a little couple tangents. Sure. Man, I miss you, man. I miss, I miss you, you, buddy. For sure, and I can't wait to spend some more time with you this summer. But uh, my pet peeve is timeliness, as well. That's what I my know. wife said in the car. She's like, "How upset are you right now that Schick's running a little bit late?" How far late was I? Uh, only two minutes. Uh, was it two minutes? Yeah, just two minutes. And I honked you, at you. You so. said five. Well, yeah. If you count the honk, then maybe one minute. I honked at you twice. But you, but we also communicated. That's true, right? That's true. Yep. And so then I knew you were going to be late. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's what I told her. I was like, "No, he he told me he's going to yep. be running just a tad bit late." Yep. It's you know 40, what I mean? It's forty. It's forty-eight minutes from wow. to here. That's about the kind of commute I had when I used to commute from Muncie to Montpelier. It was about yeah, a forty-eight that's minutes. About right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's interesting um, how you figure out exactly how many minutes you have. In but, the, yeah, based upon landmarks yeah. as you're driving. Yeah, because yeah, 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 you were like, I just got off 69. Yep. I'll be there in 15 minutes. Yep. 69 15, and 22, and I'm on my way. I yep. wasn't coming off 69, though, just FYI, because in my electric car, if I get on 69, it eats up so much battery winding that little motor up that fast. Oh, really? So I take I take 22 through Gas City, 15 to Marion, 18 out to Oak Hill. So could, so could you shave some minutes off that commute? Oh, absolutely. It's if, five minutes. So if I drive my truck to work, I'll uh-huh. take 69 up and then 18 over, and I save about five minutes. Uh-huh, but that. spend spend an extra 15 20 $30. On, on gas. <laughs> on on gas. Truck. Absolutely. <laughs> I figured it up the other day. It's right around five grand in fuel I've saved driving my little car over there this year. Just this year? Just this year. And then you had it last year when you worked in Madison. Yeah, but Madison was like eight an eight-mile drive. Oh, okay. And I don't oh, have to charge that thing like every three days. Yeah, your your house over there, Madison, was, that was perfect location. Great spot. Great yeah, it spot. really was. Yeah, we drove by there. We were down there uh, a few weeks ago, drove by, and um, still there, but they took the pool out. Did they really? I can't believe it. That's kind of strange because I thought the person that, who was buying it was interested because they liked the pool back there, right? Because it wasn't at the neighbor behind you. Yeah, it was their daughter. Yeah. 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 So, well, uh, that's okay. I mean, that's that's theirs. That's their decision to make. And you know, I wish I'd have known that. I would have just said, hey, I'll take it and let's knock some money out. Sure. If I'd have known, hey, we're going to take Yeah, the you could have brought it with you, couldn't you? I 100% would have brought that and I just gave it to my brother. Mm-hmm. I would have gave him the pool and the deck. He's building a great big old deck on his pool this year. Is he really? Yeah. It's huge. It's it's bigger than I would build. But I say that, and you saw my deck on my pool out at my house on 26. Mm -hmm. You know, like 1,200 square feet. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was the size of my first house. A party deck. It really was, and that's what he's building out there. Sure. It'll be really cool. I'm excited to see what it looks like when he gets done. 
but you know that's for another day sure well hey just listen i i mean i wasn't upset you communicated i appreciate so that. listen it may have been a pet peeve but you know <laughs> communication you know hey there's another one lack of communication oh man you know gosh and there's so many we only touched on a few oh my gosh i've got hundreds of them probably right. if you know me right you know I, i'm a fist bumper and my every once in a while i will handshake so uh-huh. but not with a kid right fist bump the kids every time yeah and now they're coming up to me going dab me up so they want to slide their hand and it's and so and then i have to like, go wash immediately right it i uh-uh. Immediate. Bumper. And it, because listen, I'm I'm a hand washer. I I do not use alcohol gel. No. To clean my hands. No. no. Okay. Hundred percent hand washer. Okay. Yeah. Right. I respect that. Yeah. Let's. Listen, these hands are nice and soft I, and, and moisturized. You're right. I, that that alcohol gel will dry them up, buddy. Pretty. You know. Man, we got a lot of things to talk about. We're gonna hit some stuff this summer. Hey, everybody, just check it out. Like. If you if you like what you're listening to, hit that subscribe button and uh, you know shoot me a message at the Schick Show dot uh, uh, the Schick Show at gmail dot com. Uh, check me out at scottschick.com or hit me on the in what is it the Instagram. Yeah. I'm not really good at this whole social. Yeah, media. all those social media apps. You yeah, know, it's the real Mister Schick at whatever. Yeah, on uh, Insta. Yeah, Insta. Come on. Come on. We didn't even talk music today, dude. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking about you a couple weeks ago. We went up and seen a comedian, and uh, it was up in Fort Wayne. Uh-huh. Pierre's Too Short was there. You saw Too Short? I didn't see Too Short. Uh, short dog was, in the house. He was. He was in the house over at Pierre's. Yeah. And uh, Jennifer and I almost went in. But, you know, we're old. Right. And it's a little tough to stay up uh, past nine. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But tell me how... Listen, it would be classic to just walk in and hear him go, Too short, baby, on the microphone. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> biatch. <laughs> there are times when I'm listening to um, some old school stuff, and I'm like, that's that's too short. Yeah. You know, it just, he had enough. He had enough. Yeah, I think he's coming back and around again this summer. I think he's going to be on one of those... Um, Maybe it was is it coming coming back around with Snoop? I don't know, man. There's a lot of '90s groups coming around this summer. Yeah, you know, like Fifty Cent. Uh, well, I guess he'd be more like the 2000s, is probably. He? Is he? I don't know. He's probably more 2000s. He is. But I'm thinking more like In uh, Vogue and TLC. Really? LO Cool J. Oh, that'd be all right. All these people are coming back around this summer. Man, we got to get back together and talk about that. Hey, guys, sorry about that. I kind of got off on a tangent again. Check us out. Shoot me a message. Let me know what you're thinking. Give me some feedback. Uh, Man, thanks, Tommy, for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Shit show.